Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. to episode 117 of the Field of Geeks podcast. Let's do a roll call. Josh. Mitch. Megan. So today we got lots to talk about. Big news week, a lot of new developments that came out of nowhere. Kind of like a dream come true, you know? I don't really want to be pinched right now. I'm afraid I'm going to wake up, you know? <laughs> and I'm also afraid of being pinched by somebody I don't know, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, of course, uh, we're going to be talking about Ghostbusters 3. I hey, assume oh. that's what they're going to call it. Uh, we're going to talk about the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot, Spider-Man Far From Home, Mission Impossibles, and the DCEU possibly being dead. Question mark. And we'll have some recommendations as well. You can seek Field of Geeks out on all social media. Listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, YouTube, and fieldofgeeks.com. Like, subscribe, and comment. All right, let's kick it off with Ghostbusters 3. Jason Reitman, who is Ivan Reitman's son, is going to direct this film. This was announced. Also, a teaser was produced. That was quick because as soon as it came out, that he was going to be producing the film and that there was going to be another one. All of a sudden, boop, there's a trailer. Yes. It's very exciting. Jason Reitman proven himself as a good director. He's done Juno, uh, Young Adults, you know, kind of some drama stuff, but comedy elements as well. So he says he was the Ghostbusters' first fan because, of course, he got to see everything before we did. You know, right, the right. scenes and all that. And he's actually in Ghostbusters 2. He has a cameo. Really? I think he tells him they suck. <laughs> they, come, they come to a birthday party. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's like, my dad said you guys are has-beens or something like that. And they say, play the music. And yeah. Because they all are like, he, man, he, man. I mean, that the second movie starts out a little slow. Um, a little odd, but I then it really it. kicks into it. That's what I like about this three. It's going to be a sequel to the first two. Pick up where they left off. You know, of course, 2016, we had the rebooted film, which, mm-hmm. you know, it... And I'll say it again, I say it all the time, and Leslie Jones, of course, uh, she was one of the newer Ghostbusters in that film, and she's not happy. I, I understand from a, that's a big deal to be a Ghostbuster, I totally get it and stuff, but that movie ignored previous canon, which that's how you got your fan base. Didn't make much money, it bombed, and it was, they experimented a lot with that film, it was very improv driven. Mm-hmm. So I get how she's mad, she's being ignored, but at the same time, those people, you know, they ignored the previous one, so it's like they don't like the taste of their own medicine. You know what I mean? It's you weird. can accept it as its own entity, yes. But to yeah, to carry it on as as part of that that universe, well, we, be, we we don't need that, right? To be yeah. fair, I own that movie. I took my daughter to it. Mm-hmm. It was it was good for her to have women Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I totally get that, and that was not the problem with it. it was it's a just, standalone. 
and that's yeah. okay and she, yeah. that's fine yeah and, you know if they put an all-female team in this new one i don't care i just want a passing of the torch mm-hmm. let's see the old characters in action a little bit maybe mm-hmm. you know that's all i want i i don't really care otherwise but to just ignore that universe it's such a classic film to me the first one especially yeah. you know i'm ready yeah i know right <laughs> I think we're all ready, correct? Yeah, so I'm thrilled. So far, it looks like original cast is back, Bill Murray included. I mean, that's what Ernie Hudson said, so let's hope uh, Bill isn't Bill and <laughs> decides to do another Garfield film instead. Oh, know. God. I know. I, I was How many of those do we need? About that, that reboot is like, he did a big cameo in that. And it's like, man, why couldn't you just, you know, Ramus and Aykroyd wrote at least one script, gave yeah. it to you. You decide not to do it, but you're going to do a cameo in this POS, you know, compared to what came before. Oh, you went there. (laughs) Well, you know. I like like the film, but, you know, I'm comparing it to what came before. And it's like, it's just a a watered down remake of the first one. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, sorry if you're going to be mad that they're not. It wasn't like they're going to make a sequel to it. I don't think so. I'm talking about what Leslie Jones said. Like, I don't think they're going to do anything else with it. It just didn't work out. I have my thoughts on it. Um, Careful. Nothing. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I'm think, I'm it's not the no. first controversial statement that Leslie Jones has made. On the flip side, you know, I didn't see the movie, so I can't really give my point of view on it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I will say, you know, maybe the acting could have been better. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, there's that. And if you realize that it's a non-canon story, then what do you have to be mad about it? Right. You still got paid. True. And it's still there. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. It's not like it's going to be deleted from the history Yeah, it's not like you're going to the negatives and they're going to burn it. It's not like in Wikipedia you have like one, two, Ghostbusters, all women, crossed out really hardcore, and then three. (laughs) It still exists. That was was argument most of the cast did when that first one came out. You know, because the negativity was they're not honoring what came before. There was a misdirect because the first teaser said four scientists, which... They didn't do their homework. It wasn't four scientists. It yeah. was three scientists and then someone who came on just to get a, get a paycheck, basically. Yeah. Ernie Hudson. Yeah, exactly. Which was originally going to be Eddie Murphy's part. Oh, Eddie Murphy was supposed to be in that? Yes. Oh. Ernie Hudson read the script, so he was like, oh, this is a big role. But they cut it down immensely because Murphy was not in there. I so didn't know that. He got, he's always kind of gotten gypped. So I hope this new one, they give him some Well, and I thought stuff. he was great. I, oh, yeah, I, no, no doubt. What he did was great. But I just, I think he deserved more. Yeah. Because you know? if you notice some Ghostbuster posters of mm-hmm. the first one, he's not in it at all. Oh, really? Like, but, you know, of course, Eddie Murphy was in it. He'd be like front and center probably. Was that when he was doing uh, his uh, cop movies and all that? Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop. That was that time oh, where he's. That was, oh yeah, because Beverly Hills Cop came out in '84, which I think is when the first Ghostbusters came out. So, so. he's probably riding that wave and thought, uh, yeah. And had Belushi lived, he would have been one of the Ghostbusters. Oh God, yeah, Belushi would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, he would have been. Oh, maybe Slimer's part was his part. <laughs> <laughs> they could have put in the ghost of Belushi anyway. <laughs> I just meant the mannerisms. I didn't even catch on to that. Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. Food fight. Yeah. <laughs> hey, an alternate universe out there, it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened. It's going to be a fourth like, non canon. We're up to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, 10 now. yeah. Yeah. So, and Rocky Five was good. Yeah. You know, all that, all the stuff that just didn't work here. 
classic. So anyway, that's all coming out summer 2020. Wow. Ghostbusters. I hope it's called Ghostbusters 3. I guess that's another thing. That might be a big about. jab. I don't know. You think so? Yeah, it would be. You want a uh, subtitle to I it? I was just going to say it might be Ghostbusters and then yeah. some sort of Ghostbusters. subtitle. Ghostbusters. Here we go again. Ghostbusters Homecoming or something. Tri- oh, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Ghostbusters Far From Home. Yeah. Well, I heard that it was going to be a mixed cast anyway. Um, some females, some males. I mean, you know, if it's truly going to be the kids of I the originals, I think I don't could care. be like hand it off, do it right. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? I want to see the old. I want to see them as old people. I think that'd be kind of fun. We yeah. just need Rick Moranis to come back. I think if they get Rick Moranis to come back, that's going to be a huge box office draw. Yeah, and he he works. hasn't done anything in a long time. He's not officially retired. He just. I think he just does things if he's interested. You know, he lives up in Canada, and they they just offered him a cameo for that 2016, and he just didn't feel it was worth his time. So this time around, with all the cast back, I could see I could see him coming back. Could you imagine having Rick Moranis as your dad, though? Like, how awesome would that be? Pretty cool. Yeah. It would be hard to take him serious if he was mad at you, though. <laughs> you know? That's the alternate universe that Mitch lives in. That's his dad. That's his dad. It's my ADD kicking in. (laughs) And, you know, who knows? If he comes back and, you know, three is a great big hit and it revitalizes his acting career, we could get a little Giants 2, finally. I would imagine, I mean, he stopped acting, what, more than 10 years ago, so I would assume. And it was all based on the fact that his wife passed away. Of course, yeah. So what has he done? In between that time? He's done some like, comedy he, albums. He's, yeah. he's done stuff. It's just, it's not mainstream, basically. Like, he was in Brother Bear or something like that. It was a cartoon, but yeah. it was always voice acting. Mm-hmm. Stuff that he could easily Which pays pop good. out. Oh, yeah. You don't have to yeah. do anything. You just show up and read the lines. So, yeah. Well, um, like we do here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Josh actually has if a I, cue card if you guys if I ever want to know. If I our lines, I should be on a show right now. Because, mm-hmm. no, it's all, it's all improv, man. Most of it. <laughs> We go off the course a lot. No, you guys are free to say whatever you want. Well, we do it. Here's a cue card. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. This is a trailer that came out of nowhere. Yeah, I, mean, I love Sam Elliott, and Megan does too. And <laughs> so a little bit of a backstory. I show up today, and we're prepping, and they t- they tell me about this movie, and I am looking at it, and. And wasn't familiar with the name and the first words in my mouth. Hot. Uh, yeah, yeah, those were the first words in my mouth. Exactly. Oh my god, he's so hot. Mustache. I do him. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> you heard it here. Hey, it's the title of the show. <laughs> Who would Megan do? Okay, moving on. Um, we got calls coming in. No. <laughs> so yeah, you're not a fan. No. Well, no, I just I don't like him. I just, <laughs> Yeah, is it yeah. his low voice or is it? I don't know. I just, I, he's not, I, I don't have a reason to not like him. I just don't like looking at him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's the mustache. It might be. Yeah. It's the pedophile <laughs> mustache. Jesus, really? Well, Sorry, it's, it's am a... I not allowed to say that? No, you're fine. No. I feel like I'm turning into Mitch Jr. over here. What? <laughs> if anybody's going to have one, I'm going to have one because I can't grow a mustache. But yeah, so it, it I mean, I don't like Fred Armiston. I, I think he's not funny. I think he's a comedian's comedian, and I think any time that he's in a, a movie or anything, it's because his friends say, hey, you want to get some work? He's got a fan base, though. He does, and he's I don't understand quirky. how. He tries too hard. The only funny part that he was ever in was Eurotrip. 
Oh, yeah. that's such an old movie. I know, and that that brings back a lot of memories. <laughs> Happy to juice. <laughs> but you're saying he can grow a mustache like Sam Elliott, basically? Or no, 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 no. I it, Fred Armisen couldn't do anything right. I mean, <laughs> what's the tagline in Eurotrip? Wasn't it? God, what is it? What? Well, that's where Scotty doesn't know. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Matt Damon was, was in that. Yep. Yep. All piercings, right? Scotty. <laughs> he doesn't know. I'm surprised they never made a follow-up to those because I thought it was successful. Oh God, it was hilarious. Yeah. That was one of the best ones of its of its genre. Mm-hmm. Because remember, there was like a whole bunch of teenage movies. There was American Pie. Yeah. Then you had yep. Euro Trip. And then you had Van Wilder. That's so gross when the brother and sister are kissing. Well, that was Josh's favorite part, really. (laughs) (laughs) But that was in the movie. I mean, they're not really related in real life. They're like, yeah, it's all right. It serves the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But how do we get from Sam Elliott to the Euro trip? I don't know. Uh, Fred Armiston. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he can't do anything right, you're saying? No. No. And when he plays the drums, it's stupid. (laughs) It's like me with pots and pans and a spoon. (laughs) Well, if we ever have him on, just, just pretend <laughs> yeah. you're a fan. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so what have you been doing lately? Nothing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to get some hate for that. So basically, Megan uh, doesn't like Sam Elliott, but I think Mitch and I do a lot. I, you know, I like him because he's an iconic character. I like his voice. His voice is what gets me. Here's some steak. He does the beef. Yeah. The, the beef is what's for dinner. Yeah. I mean, he could perfectly describe my morning routine, and it would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the dude wakes up. <laughs> I wonder if they have one of those um, like voiceovers, like they do for Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, oh like yeah, you know what I'm talking about like yeah. in the day where you he gets up. I guess yeah. <laughs> like when they ah, use are <laughs> <laughs> Drives a tank to work. Ah, get to the chopper. Oh God, those Arnold's gets are hilarious yeah. when they just use them. Who's your daddy and what does he do? Atatuma. Shut up, Triple Man. Who's Triple Man? <laughs> yeah. That was one of his worst movies ever. Yeah, I bought that for five bucks. Did you? My kids like it, but yeah, oh, it's terrible. Yeah. What Last Action Hero? That was teetering. That was. I, I want to revisit that because I think um, maybe it is better now. Maybe I don't know. It was, I liked how an alternate world Stallone was Terminator. Yeah, because Arnold's not a star in this world. Right. I, I thought that stuff was cool, and Sharon Stone was in. Like it was. Oh yeah, it had some big names. They even launched a rocket into space with Last Action Hero on it. Like it was. A oh, did huge, they? Yeah, they put tons of money in that. Is that when Hollywood Planet was big? Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I went there once. Had the uh... Hollywood <laughs> It could be. That's well, where the alternative big, universe comes in. For them, he's like, "Welcome to Hollywood Planet." Oh, fudge! That <laughs> <laughs> would have been a great waiter. Home of the steers. <laughs> you want some meat? <laughs> I'm fired. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is my first day. Well, anyway, getting back to the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. What were your thoughts on the trailer? Uh, looks like an action movie, and I've never seen Sam Elliott outside of like Tombstone do some action. Um, but I think it's going to be great. Um, who knows? 
it's it's completely out of left field. I don't remember seeing it until Friday when another friend sent me the link and mm-hmm. said, "Hey, check this out." Yeah, holy crap! It just came out of nowhere. I, I like how I take it. It's set in the past a little bit. I think I think it jumps it back. It jumps back a little bit because you do see some uh, World War Two era Nazi right. uniforms and stuff. Well, he's so. immortal, and he's now that would be awesome, like a Highlander version. Yeah, I maybe. am immortal. <laughs> Queen. Yes. They need a queen cameo. Yeah, his character is Calvin Barr. He's a WW2 soldier who killed Hitler. And basically the government approaches him, says there's a, a disease outbreak, and patient zero is the Bigfoot. So they basically send him out to kill Bigfoot. Now wait a second. That's a strange plot. I know, but it's kind of fun. It's kinda of like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. That was a good movie. That's how I take this as. It's like a... a it would tale. have to be set back in time because yeah. if you've ever met a World War II veteran, they're not moving very fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless... <laughs> wait. But that's no, why, that's but really that's why weird. I said this movie has to be close to the past. <laughs> you've like, never met a World War II veteran. Well, no. I mean, they're like over 80 now. Like, fuck you. No. Um, <laughs> from a wheelchair, they start... <laughs> I'm going to get Bigfoot if it's the last goddamn thing I do. <laughs> well, he's dead in the first act. Yeah. It's like my movie thought of uh, what women want. If they just killed him off after the first lightning strike, it would have been a hell of a movie. <laughs> That's it? That's it. That's it? Well, I mean, it, it still would uh, preclude the, the theory that men still don't know what women want. So. Well, it was a good first 20 minutes, everybody. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> they got a, uh, That reminds me, they have a What what Men Want uh, spinoff coming out. I think it's coming out soon, or maybe it already did. But basic... This is the joke, right? No, I'm not kidding. What oh, Men Want? Yes. That's going to be two kidding. hours of sexual innuendos. <laughs> But see that, yeah, it's already sudden, like the music is gonna be set to. It's already <laughs> it's already fake because Whoa. it's not rated R. Oh, it isn't. Oh, it, sorry, but if it was what men want, it'd be like a triple X movie. Yeah, it's yeah, you can't do that movie. Would so be anyway, like I'm hungry. You can't do it. We're pigs. Oh, you look at that lady. It. Yeah, yeah, you can't do it. Can't be done. But anyway, it's they're attempting, so it probably won't be. As good you couldn't as even do what married men want. <laughs> <laughs> Get away with that. <laughs> you don't know what married women want, but oh, yeah. God. How did we get here? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Damn it. And the Bigfoot. fact that, you know, World War II veterans are like over 80 and have to use wheelchairs now. So that's what that's why I think this movie takes place probably maybe in the 80s. Yeah, it's got to. It's got to be in the 60s, 70s, probably. Yeah. yeah. That's his age now, so. Yeah, it looks very intriguing. It also has um, Ron Livingston, who's from Office Space, and he is a fellow Iowan, so I'm very excited about that. Yeah, he's the main that. guy in Office Space. Speaking of what men want, I've just been playing with Aquaman's rod for like the last. <laughs> Megan will be writing the the movie script for we what men just want. Film, film her doing that for ten minutes, just playing with, and then we'll title it "Playing with uh, His Rod." And we'll get like tons of views. You don't do anything. You don't say anything. You just you're just playing, just like you are now. Aquaman that's playing it. with a shaft. You're looking down. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm serious. It'd probably get massive views. Yeah. There's an, there's an idea for the future. I'm just seeing the title alone. Like what? Anyway, Aquaman's um, rod. Aquaman's hot rod. An hour of Aquaman playing with his rod. Oh, wow, we went down that rabbit hole. So well. 
this movie looks pretty good, I think. And uh, yeah, it comes out February eighth. Hopefully, one of us will see it. Oh yeah, we can talk about it. But yeah, it looks looks fun. Looks just like a, a fantasy picture, you know. It's uh, got some drama and some adventure. So let's talk about Spider Man Far From Home. What'd you guys think of the trailer? I'll let you go first. Oh, because I just saw it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm actually really excited about this. Um, so everybody knows. No, not everybody knows. Last time I saw Spider Man as a standalone movie was when Tobey Maguire was in it. So I missed the whole. Was it Andrew Garfield? Yeah, I missed all that. And the first um, Tom Holland one with Homecoming. So you yeah, missed that one yeah, too. I missed that yeah. one too. So I'll probably go back and watch that, and then I'll go and see this yeah, one. Just but watch I'm actually Homecoming. excited. It, it makes um, I, I I got the feels. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And I don't want to be a cradle a cradle robber, but I mean he's cute. So. You're not. He's a no. He's yeah. He's, yeah, but I'm like. If he's in his twenties, then yeah, you know that What's was a decade ago. That? So. That's right. <laughs> Age after high school really he's becomes a it. moot point. Yeah. So I could be like the um, Aunt um, May. No, like the Harrison, Harrison <laughs> Ford and. Um, oh yeah, Calista Flocker. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Except I'm the older woman. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Tom, if you're listening. Yeah. It's it looks funny, um, so I'm excited about that. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Mitch? Um, I like it. It's yeah. a different take. Uh, I've never seen Spider-Man outside of his home city. Yeah, I like that too. Kind of the first time that in a comic book or in a movie I've ever gone, wow, Aunt May. You wow. Know? Wow. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Offshoot of that, wow. my cat sounds exactly like... Owen Wilson? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're really good at it. It's because I've been practicing Can with the cat in response. There? What? Just put that little wow clip in wow. there. Are we allowed to do that? Yeah. It just, <laughs> it just pops up throughout the show. Like, what's going on? Aquaman with a shaft. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is... Um, I do find it interesting that it seems that Aunt May and Happy are in a relationship. Well, there's Maybe a, they, they there's a budding it. relationship there. Yeah. It's like Happy new, Hogan. New dress. And it's like, yeah. I don't know if they're going to really tackle that much, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Peter's like, what the hell's going on? Also a cool little Easter egg. Peter grabs Uncle Ben's suitcase yeah. to take with him. Oh, cool. You can see the initials if you go back and look. Do you uh, think we'll ever get a flashback to... I don't know if we need a flashback. Like, I don't think maybe, so. I mean, but, we've killed him off enough times in yeah, the movies. I think, and I hope DC, I hope DC does that with Batman. Like, just refer to their parents, but don't show us again. Although yeah. I do like how Snyder did the, the deaths. I thought that was yeah. effective. And Speaking of that, I rewatched The Watchmen yesterday. Everything about it is just amazing. It's on Prime right now, I think. And of course, Netflix you own too. It. Yeah. It's on Netflix too. Yeah, anytime that they come out with like a new version that has extra minutes in the yeah. movie, I, I'm buying it. It's yeah. just that good. He's got like 10 copies of Watchmen. Yeah. <laughs> I watched The Watchmen. There you go. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> so it, it seems Peter left his suit at home, at least from what we saw. We're not sure if this takes place before or after Endgame. Mm. Um, I think we have to assume that it takes pl- place after um, because he's already been, you know, put into dust mm-hmm. so it's brought back you know if, if anything marketing's a little off only because they need to at least wait until that movie's come out but then again they've kind of mucked that up so um so we think it's after endgame you it's got to be you think yeah. so okay yeah because a lot of people are like what about infinity war where's that take place you know and so it'll be interesting we'll We'll find out, I guess. And Mysterio looks spot on as far as a comic book character. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal. You know, he showed his face in the trailer. It wasn't like, ooh, who's yeah. this guy? And then they also showed him with the... the and he dome. looks like he's got a Spartan uniform. 
Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's yeah, from that the is. comics, though, I think. Like, that's Mysterio. That's I don't know much like. of his backstory. Is he, like, a time traveler, too? Or is no, he... No, he's, um, I think from what I read before, he's an actor. He's, like, a disgruntled actor. Oh. And he uh, comes upon this technology, or it's uh, magic. And so a lot of people are like, oh, he looks like a good guy in this film. It could be a misdirect, I'm thinking. Like, maybe he created that monster yeah and he's like syndrome he comes in he's like i'm gonna save the day and then spider-man figures it out probably gotcha but that's my guess but i know like i would assume that there's no iron man in this doesn't look no because i don't think so i think nick fury and agent hill are in it so i think they're probably gonna try not to put too many i kind of like the idea of nick hill being in this nick fury yeah 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 and i liked i like nick hill (laughs) that's his brother lord yeah (laughs) It's like the offshoot offspring of... Yeah, right. (laughs) But his friend Ned, Peter's friend Ned, there's that scene where the trailer takes a turn. He gets shot in the neck with a tranquilizer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you're like, who did that? And Nick Fury's over there on the the lounger. He's like, nice to meet you. Yeah. I'm Nick Fury. And then they go and I guess it looks like Spider-Man will get a new suit, stealth suit. He's wearing like a, a black suit. And then he's wearing a... Kind of a suit from Homecoming, but it's the the colors a little darker with the blue. It looks good. It looks really good. Yeah, you have to have a new suit. You have to sell toys. Basically, yeah. the only trope I hate. I don't mind the suits changing, and if the suits are really good, maybe change them just a little bit. You know, yeah. uh, I hate when they rip the masks off. Like, stop it! I get what you're doing because it's it's the star. They're paying for the star to be in it. But like uh, now with Iron Man and Black Panther, they have nanotech. So yeah. the masks just come off and on like nothing. I'm just like, nah. I hate that. It just re- to me that removes from what they are, and the and it also isn't as realistic because to me, Black Panther has a cape, but that's just me. Well, maybe he'll get that. He probably will get that eventually. But yeah, it just seems like they're always removing their mask when like everything's flying around them. It's like that's probably a great time for headgear. Might want to mm-hmm. keep that on there. But yeah, I just hope you know because all the Spider-Man films before, there's always. The mask always gets damaged or something. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the comics, it's I think it's on the whole time. Yeah. yeah, I get it's it's different, right? People are like, "Is that Sandman?" It looks like there's a Sandman type of creature or water based. Yeah, you see, it, that's what I thought at the beginning too. That they're having more than one bad guy in there, but yeah. then again, I think that's all Mysterio. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think he, it's all it's all a production. If he's yeah. an actor. This is all a big production he's yeah. doing. He's, he's becoming the hero. And I think, yeah, Spider-Man will figure out, like, you're not the hero. And then they'll have to battle it out. You know, they took the image from the comics and just gave it to Mysterio. So it, it looks really good. And they did they did a great thing with the Vulture, with which was yeah. Michael Keaton's. Mm-hmm. Michael Keaton was the bad guy in the first one. So you, you really do need to see Homecoming. I think you enjoy it a lot. But they gave him a... They give them a backstory and a heart. So they're not total villains, but at the same time, they do bad things. So right. I think that's what will happen with um, Mysterio in this this movie. But A bad guy with a heart. There you go, right? I've never <laughs> seen that before. So yeah, I, I think it looks really good. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, European trip. and Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, getting, we're getting Captain Marvel, Endgame, and then, then I think Spider-Man, this one, Far From yeah. Home, is coming out. So yeah, I think we'll all see it. I will. Megan will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when do you think they're going to put an end to all of this superhero madness? When is it going to run out? There has when to it be. Stops making money. Yeah. yeah. 
And that's yeah. going to be a tough thing to, to and, grasp onto. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder when. when Marvel's this... Marvel's got a, a formula down, you know, and you could you could say it's cookie cutter, but it's still. I thought Infinity War pushed things to other limits. You know, it wasn't. I like mean, by the book exactly. You can see Marvel's already starting to grasp onto the theory that some of the comic book characters are getting old, and I think that's where Avengers Endgame is coming into effect. Mm-hmm. There, there'll be some characters that end up leaving, uh, either dying or going out mm-hmm. somewhere else, or uh, you'll see a whole new slew of characters come in that right. we'll have to get used to, and I think that's what they're going to have to do to maintain that that balance. Are they done with Thor? Because I just have no desire to see it anymore now that Loki's officially done. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think they're pretty much done unless he's in Avengers. I I still believe Loki never dies. I think like, that he was in some sort of was it Comic Con or something that he had alluded to the fact that he's done, like it's done. Yeah, well, they're doing a Loki series. For oh, are the they Disney Plus? Uh, Will he streaming be in service. it? He's gonna voice T- do Tom? the voiceover, so oh. it's probably young young Loki. I, I'm guessing. Psh, never mind. He'll <laughs> <laughs> still be there. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know. I like. Loki, but not like the character. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You like though, Tom Hiddleston? Um, uh, time travel will probably be featured in this this new Endgame film. It has to. Yes. The Infinity Stone. So Loki could it could all reverse. He could yeah. But you know what's funny about time travel? Uh, it, all it does is create a paradox. I hope everything it... still happens. It's just uh-huh. you know what I mean. Even with Back to Future, which they they explained, you know, into like, oh, he created a paradox. Well, like, well, no, he actually created that in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Like, his timeline still went that way. His parents were still crap, and he just diverted course, and he went, he went to the better timeline. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, that's what's going to happen with uh, Endgame, I'm sure. I, mean, I hope it's not something as su- super simple as that, though, where they basically rewind everything and find a way to kill him before he even gets all the Infinity Stones. Yeah, it'll be that'd be really cheap. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and the yeah, setup, the setup's yeah. great. Yeah. You know, the setup's great. Like, where are you gonna go from here? And then the payoff is always the challenging part. Yeah, like, how are you gonna satisfy everybody? Maybe they know? need to do something like what they did with the first uh, Doctor Strange, and just like reverse it, and then watch him fail. Reverse it, watch him yeah, fail yeah. until they figure out how to do it. Yeah, although they kind of did that in Infinity War when Strange is on the rock rotating, yeah. and he's just kind of like going through all the scenarios yeah i think that's kind of like a, a rehash of what they did in his movie but maybe maybe they'll do that i wish know. i could do that in real life just dormammu like... <laughs> oh man be so many changes each day i'd still be focused on you know like two years from now like this day you know just uh, yeah that's why i shouldn't have that that power yeah i wouldn't want it right now either. No, it's terrible yeah no. movie looks great marvel great job yeah DC needs to work on things. They're getting there, though. Yeah. They're getting there. With Aquaman's success, Shazam's looking good to me, and... Uh, well, now the whole Flash thing... Mm-hmm. So. Flash is in question now. It all depends. If, this movies, if these movies make money, I, I think we'll see a lot more. We're uh, seeing success in, in Aquaman and Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. so... In that article we read, they made a comment um, about how it's all about the directors, and I really do... I, I believe... I believe in that. Like you, you've got to get yourself a good director if you mm-hmm. want it to be successful. And I think that that's right. and the writing. Yeah, and the writing. Yeah. Oh, writing is a big part of that. Yeah. Which we're referring to the article uh, we just read yesterday. Uh, the DCEU is dead. That's that was the title of the article. Yeah. I don't believe that's the true. I don't statement. think it is, but I think they're pulling back a little bit. 
the chairman was was interviewed, Toby Emmerich. I picked apart what he said. And, you know, the headline's a headline. It grabs right. you, right? So I, I knew it wasn't probably going to be 100%. Look, they've they've changed up the leadership like with every failure they have. Mm-hmm. And I think they've tried to overcorrect things with Justice League. I really think they should have just let Snyder just do his film. And then you just make a course correction after that film. Yeah. You know? Uh, that would be the smart thing to do. It would have been. It would have been. But then again, when has a big corporation ever done anything like that? Yeah, I know. I mean, listen to the fans, basically. That's what you need to do. But yeah, um, he said that they are highly uh, focused on DC right now. They're no longer following the Marvel MCU route. And they all feel that they've turned a corner now. And they're playing by the DC playbook, which is very different than Marvel's playbook. Uh, They're far less focused on a shared universe. And they take one movie at a time. I want each movie to be uh, an equal to its own creative entity. And he also said um, they're always about the directors, like you said. Uh, so, yeah, uh, in the beginning, though, like with Snyder, they gave him they gave him room to do what he wanted. But once there was any backlash, they were like, no, Patty Jenkins. I don't think they were on her as much because. I don't know if they really thought Wonder Woman was going to be a big hit. Mm-hmm. The marketing wasn't that great for it, and but it still turned out. So I'm nervous about this sequel, you know, because with success, which is great, but you also get studio heads putting their ideas into the yeah the whole project. So that's what I'm nervous about. But which I'm kind we'll of see. disappointed we'll if see. they do that because that means Cyborg won't be. I want to as prominent. As his, I thought he know, was really, really good in this movie. And there was a lot of material. Like, yeah, his mom left was out. Be the focus of Justice League. It was all mostly about him. Justice League was, which makes sense because he was brought back by a mother box. Mm-hmm. Superman kind of stole that because uh, he was brought back too. So yeah. they had to focus on that. But yeah, a missed opportunity. But th- to me, all this doesn't mean a shared universe is dead. It's just not the main focus. And I think that's that's probably a good thing. Yes. Yeah. They're basically, they wanted to catch up to Marvel, realized we can't do that. We're just, it's too late. We've already screwed this up enough. So let's just go back, do solo films, build it up again. And I think they'll have a shared universe eventually. I hope so. Yeah. If you want to equate this to anything, it's like when Facebook came out. Mm -hmm. Marvel is like the Facebook, right? Everybody grasped onto it. And then, hey, Google Plus came out. Mm -hmm. But then everybody was like, why do you want to retrain the wheel Mm-hmm. and go, jump over there and nobody did it right and i does anybody have a google plus account still i right. never did i do but i don't know if it's even active I, I i have no clue i think we do as a show do we i think do so. we have a google plus account oh, i think we were signed up through youtube when we created our page really our channel yeah i'll be damned i don't know if it still huh. exists it's hard to say names change all the time yeah <laughs> I think WB, DC, they're doing the, the right thing. I just hope they make it, I hope they make their films canon-based for a possible shared universe. You know, they don't kind of just dead-end things. Like, it's up in the air, basically. Yeah. So like they a could always small tackle loophole, it. so that, like, yeah. something or small. or even a cameo, like Shazam. Yeah. I'm really hoping, I know Cavill supposedly dropped out of that project because of the money, and mm-hmm. they weren't going to pay him enough, and... He was going to be, I think he was going to have a cameo in that movie. Actors so, need to be a little bit more humble in these things. Well, but I also understand. How much money do you want to because, throw at somebody? But here's the thing, though. Like, he's Superman. As an actor, if you hit it, you, you don't know how long you're going to sustain that. So I get, like, 
if you guys are just going to put me in like bit parts and not pay me much when I could get a job here mm-hmm. and be the main star and the money, I'm going to take that route because yeah. who knows what tomorrow brings, you know, uh-huh. it's just a crazy business. But yeah, no, I, I get, to well, I agree point. with that. Look at Nick yeah. Cage, Nicholas Cage. I mean, there's a guy that hit stardom and then like had a big ride. And I think then he needed an account. Started dudding out. Was his problem. Well, yeah, don't <laughs> don't go into Ponzi schemes. And then One you know, a leather jacket. Drive Angry came out. <laughs> well, at first you're like, at first you're like, hey, great, I applaud him. He's doing like a little independent action yeah. movie. Okay, great. And then another one like, oh, yeah, good, good. Another one like, what's going on? You know, yeah. it's like Liam Neeson. He became an action star and taken. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah. like the high point. And he's kind of just been action, action. He's kind of just been going to the Seagal level. He still has. Everybody ebb and flows. Look at Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Well, John Wick came yeah. out of nowhere. You know, that was like. All of a sudden, John movie. Wick. And then now you got Chapter 2, Chapter 3. That trailer just yeah. came out. Looks amazing. So uh, those, I guess, maybe they learned from Cage. I don't know. Hard to say. That's what you do. You pick yourself back up. We'll see what happens. Still but... think there needs to be a National Treasure 3, though. I love those movies. Yeah. Well, you still get that. Maybe. It's been like so 10 much. years, hasn't it, since the uh, second one? Hasn't it been like 10 years? Yeah, probably. I agree, though. He's seen another one. That'd be great. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, hopefully we get more DC films. They just keep going, you know, make them good. That should have been the goal in the beginning, you know. And Yeah. I guess it wasn't. So, uh, moving on. Mission Impossibles. Uh, Christopher McQuarrie, he's accepted a two-picture deal. He did the uh, last two Mission Impossibles. He wrote and directed those. And usually before all that, each Mission Impossible had a different director. So he just, you know, collaborated very well. Cruise produces the film. So clearly they, they're close friends now and they're developing these ideas, these crazy scenarios where he jumps out of planes and he's going to die. I, I tell him Either he's like, going to die in the movie or he's going to die making the movie. They're going to go to space yeah. and he's going to take his helmet <laughs> off. Thinking he can, he's Zenu or whatever, and he's just gonna die. die. (laughs) Produced by Tom Cruise and Scientology. Mm. I'm gonna speak in space. (laughs) Then you need the classic Tom Cruise scream. He's insane. That's why you guys see Fallout. He does a um, halo jump, which is insane. You go clear up the atmosphere, and he did that jump. Did he actually do it? Not once. No, he did it. Oh, he did. They actually captured it on film. There's no CG and it's it's beautifully shot. Like it looks amazing. So hmm. I love what they're doing with these these films. I mean, you know, it's kind of it's stunt based basically. That's what grabs people with these cruise Mission Impossible films. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm nervous. Like he's gonna die. He hung out of a plane in Ghost Protocol. Yeah. It's or I'm sorry, not Ghost. Yeah, Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. This new deal is it's a big it's a big deal. <laughs> Um, the director <laughs> was going a big deal. I know, right? Oh. Couldn't think of anything else. Uh, oh. the, the director, I guess, turned down a Man of Steel 2 to do this. Like, he was going oh, to really? Superman, possibly. Hmm. So, this is a back-to-back filming. And we'll have 2021 and 2022 of hmm. Mission Impossible film. Maybe it'll round out the... Yeah, hopefully it gives the Bond people an idea. You know, yeah. because these new films, these new films, they are done in a way that I think Bond is missing out on. Bond's so serious now, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, d- I never saw any of the Mission Possible. I couldn't get into it. So. I have a like hard I time. Yeah, I have a hard time getting into I those, too. And I don't like Tom yeah. Cruise. So it's like it goes Tom Cruise, John Cusack, right? Is that how you say his mm-hmm. last name? 
Um, don't like him either? No, I don't like him either. Okay. He's a terrible actor. <laughs> Do you not like him either? I, I have I have no feelings either way. I mean... And then Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I don't Nicholas. like him either. I like him only because he's just... You can't take him seriously. I mean, there's no way... I mean, Leaving Las Vegas was you probably his only serious movie. Yeah. And the only reason why you could is because he spent like 30, 30 days like in a hotel room just getting drunk and filming himself just so that he could learn how to play drunk. Well, and I think he did a movie called The Family Man in early 2000. That was, oh, yeah. That was a hit. And I think I think he did pretty good in that. But for everyone listening and you two, go check out In Order, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation. That's what I meant to say. Rogue Nation was the one before Fallout and Fallout. Just watch those three. That's all. That's, all, that's you all you need to do. And I'm telling you, to me, I'm a Bond fan, but I think I Bond needs to adapt their formula to what they're doing, but not copy I think, it. Copy it. Just, just kind of. We need fun. We need fun Bond again. Have they found a new Bond yet? Like no. I no. Talk, Craig's doing some... one more, Is and he? then he's done. Yeah. He's done. Yeah, I know, right? And I like Craig. I love Casino Royale. Oh, just Casino think... Royale is like the pinnacle Bond. Yeah. But I'm just kind of that you need to start out with. The seriousness and yeah. in the in the um, the universe isn't as big. Like everything, everything is connected to them. Like well, that's that. that's because they ran out of scripts. I mean, they ran out of books. So just with Spectre, though, Spectre was trying to do what Skyfall did. You know, what I mean, they yeah. In that, well, the problem is that they had two directors, the same director back to back. So they didn't do their normal formula of getting a new director every time. Well, and I don't think the director was that much in love with. No follow up. They just basically wanted him back because before he did know, so he well. Was all in it for a while there, I thought he wasn't he wasn't going to do another one. Well, it was yeah. up in the air, and in. that's the other thing. Like after Casino Royale, they should have done a Bond every two years, but then you had a writer's strike that affected yeah, Quantum of Solace, mm-hmm. and then it's so funny because when you get to Skyfall, which is his third film, and in canon, it's probably only been maybe a few years. He's considered old. It's like he just started in Casino Royale. He was fresh thing, out of the gate. The thing I really liked about Casino Royale, though, and Bond is that it was an action movie, but at the same time, his facial features, it's like all this stuff happens to him, but he remains calm. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. was so cool about him. He's cold-blooded. He's yeah, cold-blooded he was just... a killer, basically. Not only was he debonair, he was suave, mm-hmm. he could get the women, and then also nothing affected him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what Bond is. I mean, it's just... You could throw anything at him and it won't... I just like the upbeat adventure, like when he, when he's mistaken as a valet, he's like, "Yeah, I'll go park your car," and he backs it into that pole. And oh yeah, yeah, stuff like that we need in, in these films, mm-hmm. and it's just been so damn serious ever since Skyfall to me, which you know I like, but I just think it's too damn serious. And Ralph Fiennes with as being M is going to be oh, awesome. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And they can they can keep going even yeah. if, even if they recast Bond, which they're going to they're going to have to do a Judy Dench. Pull, pull Ralph, keep Ralph in there as yeah. him. Just, you know. But yeah, these Mission Impossible films are, they're really doing it right. You just got to see it. I think if Bond could adapt some of what they're doing, and especially if they if they got a young enough actor who wasn't a big name, because that's another bad thing. If you're going to cast a big name as Bond, they're going to be busy and you're going to have to wait on them. Just like with Craig and Craig aged, you know, Craig's mm-hmm. in his 50s now. So unless that's you- not old, though. Well, I know, but people but get nervous. But he looks it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. His face looks and it now. He, he's more injured now because he likes to do his own stunts, stunts and stuff. Yeah. People are always cautious when Bond gets old, like the actor, because they don't want to hit that Roger Moore of you to a kill. Yeah. When he's grunting after just like 
taking some steps, you know? You want to hear a weird fact? Uh, Knight in King Arthur's Court, that movie, remember? Like, growing up, watching that movie? Where the kid's baseball, Little League, and he gets stuck in a hole, and then he goes into medieval times? Oh, it kind of sounds yeah. familiar. you remember that one? I don't know if I saw it. So, uh, Daniel Craig's in that. What? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep, I just watched it, because I was... I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen this since I was a little kid. A Knight in King Arthur's Court. And that's the same kid, or the kid who falls through the hole is the same kid who was in American Pie. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. That's like an 80s film? Uh, early, early 90s. Oh, early 90s? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, so... Yeah, check out those Mission Impossibles, everyone. I strongly recommend them. And I, I put your... Put everything you have against Cruz aside. I, that's what I do. You know, I love him as an entertainer, but he's freaking batshit crazy in my book outside of uh, the movie. I world. only liked him in the 80s. Like, I, I don't. Yeah. You know, like Jerry Maguire. No, not really. You know, you want to show the money? Show me the money? No. No. OK. Well, he's doing Top Gun, too. See, and I don't know how I feel about that yet. I mean, I haven't I haven't read any. I'll, I'll research. I haven't read anything about it because I did like Top Gun. So mm-hmm. yeah. and Risky Business. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He just got weird. What, what about Days on Thunder? Did you like that one? I don't Top Gun with cars, basically. The only scene where you see a Ford Taurus battle a Chevy. <laughs> that's when they Lumina. get. That's a funny scene. Yeah, when him and um, Rooker, Michael Rooker. Yeah, there's a scene where Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker is like they're on the same team, but they're competing because mm-hmm. he's the older race car driver. Cruz's young kid, you know, brand new to the circuit. They both supposed to go to a luncheon, kind of like a um, a truce type of meeting, you know, and they both have rental cars. And so they're competing on the way to the meeting and they're just destroying these rental cars, just racing everywhere. It, it's it's funny, but yeah. So, sorry to circle back. It's it's called A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Uh, Thomas Ian Nichols is the uh, main actor in that um, was also an American Pie. Uh, Kate Winslet was also in it. Really? Wow. Um, Daniel Craig was in it. Yeah. See that? I love Kate Winslet. Was it a Disney film? I don't know. Probably not. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Wonder if it's what's the rating? Does it give you a rating? No. I can't remember. It's that bad? No, it's not (laughs) bad. I'm kidding. Uh, four point eight out of ten. I mean, it's not. It's a kids movie. It's a kids movie. Yeah, it's not to be taken seriously. You know that reminds me. I picked up. It was cheap. That's why I picked it up. But do you guys remember? You guys remember the black hole? Yeah. Yep. I saw that movie. I love I that movie kid. growing I had, up. I remember I had bed sheets with the robot yeah. on it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it in years. I remember it being pretty dark and That was scary. a Disney produced film. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I picked that up for like five bucks on Blu-ray. You're so kidding. I'm gonna check it out again. I watched no, it was on DVD. I watched it probably five years ago. Really? It does not hold I haven't up. seen it since the eighties. No, it was like a, a space version of um Star Wars kind of? No, not even there, that. It wouldn't be a space version, obviously, but it was like uh what's the the white uh, whale, uh, Captain Nemo or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, uh, Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Yeah, it's kind of like Moby Dick, but the black hole is Moby okay. Dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to check that out again. And you yeah. got that little android that's like... Uh, it's a Star Wars knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah, I just remember it being terrifying as a kid. I don't know why. I, just, I remember... God, I remember I had... Anthony Perkins was in it. He was... What? He could never shake that psycho role after he was Norman Bates. Never could. He always had that that look. You know, you're just like, oh my gosh, this guy's scary. Yeah. Yeah, he was in it. He was a doctor, I, I believe, if I remember correctly. The Black Hole, everybody. 
go buy it on DVD. That's wow, Robert Forster was in it too. That's right, he was a captain. That's yeah. Right. Ernest Borgnine was in it? Hell yeah. My God, they got when some was, big names in there. he had a break there. from Airwolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, I guess that can lead us into recommendations. Check out those Mission Impossible films. The Black Hole, maybe. Kid in King Arthur's Court. Well, our podcast, for one. Your Twitch channel? My Well, yes, the Twitch channel, which has been delayed momentarily. Oh, no. Sophisticated AF. Check it um, out, everybody. If you have not seen the um, Big Bird, uh, Bird Box oh, yes. uh, video. That's freaking meme, hilarious. Uh, definitely look for it and check it out. I think I've watched it at least 16 times. Oh, yeah, you sent that to me. I haven't Did watched it Did you see it? Yet. it? Oh, I you need to. I will check to. it out. Yeah. I missed it. Yeah. We should put that on our page. Yes, okay. you Just for the hell of it, yeah. Uh, check out those mega stuffed Oreos. Yeah. I'm sad you didn't bring any today. I know. I'm, I'm really sorry. It's all right. As a fat kid, I can finally now twist my Oreo and get the delightful amount of cream that I've always wanted in an Oreo. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got tired of Dunkin', because every time you'd lose a little bit of cookie in the bottom of your milk. And That's then... my favorite part, though, because then you can drink it. Right. Yeah, you get that. Or spoon it, if you want to, like... <laughs> <laughs> You guys should have this conversation as you're checking out at Hy-Vee <laughs> with the Oreos. Like, out of nowhere, they didn't even ask you. You're just like, yeah, I'm just so glad, you know, I can finally, you know. Look at that cream filling. I don't know why. Why we Start licking your fingers. <laughs> See if they ask you for a fuel saver after that. Oh, those are those awkward checkout conversations that you have. I remember I had to buy a toilet plunger one time. And the guy looked at me and I said, yep. <laughs> And then I high-fived him to make it really awkward. Well, when Ecto, <laughs> when Ecto Cooler came out, my wife said, oh, the Hy-Vee on Euclid's got it, which is like 20 minutes away from where right, it was. Right. So I booked it over there, found it, mm-hmm. and bought quite a, quite a lot of it. And then I found Surge in the freezer. Mm-hmm. No like, way. Oh Surge has made a comeback? Oh, it's it's in the gas station. What? Yeah. yeah. You can buy Surge again? That's oh, yeah. like It's been out. Yeah, for a while now. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Out. So anyway, I go to check out. Yeah, I, I did. I this the register lady. She's like in her spice on high school. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is great. Ecto Cooler's back. She didn't understand, so that was awkward. But I yeah. think here I was too excited. And I, I know. Got back to the car. I'm like, oh. Now you had some surge. I'm like, oh, that tastes like shit. I remember that now. And then, uh, yeah, I, mean, I didn't I, think surge I, tastes well, like I liked shit. It as a kid, but I think the advertisement's what got me because you wanted yeah. to stay a blade as a kid. Yeah. And that was, it was like cocaine Playing your in the advertisement. It was like, Sarge. It was PlayStation, right? I did, yeah. yeah. Yep. Metal Gear Solid. God, that was a good game. That was good. Yeah, recommend that too. Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Get a PlayStation Classic, everybody. I, I do miss that. I still wish I had it. Metal Gear Solid? No, just my Oh, the original PlayStation? Yeah. Well, get the Classic. You'll get, you'll get everything back. The Classic's much. a dud, though, from what I've heard. And really? they revamped. Well, it's not all the games you want. And yeah. they revamped the games. So like, I think, I don't know if we talked about this, but like Crash Bandicoot, like mm-hmm. they revamped it. And so I feel like it's a lot harder now than what it was when I yeah. played it. Like it's a little bit more difficult. Because it's 3D now, probably. Right? No, it's not 3D. They didn't well, They didn't take 3D. the original spirit of the 2D. game. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Oh, yeah. I you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, you can go around saying. the character. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. I didn't yeah. I didn't like it. Earthworm Jim, is that in there? I don't like it. Yeah, I think that was a Sony I, you know what I loved was one of my first games for PlayStation was ESPN Extreme Games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you you could do the luge, bicycle, roller skates, I think, or rollerblades, and maybe something else. But 
you would uh you'd have to hit these ramps yeah yes. it was scenery like, mm-hmm. yes you know, uh, it was really fun and if you hit the pole yeah it would go oh yeah and so your little hilarious. thing would shake yeah. Remember that it was like oh, dual shock controllers? No, yeah. yeah. I didn't have the dual. I didn't you have didn't have dual shock? Not until oh. PS2, because that, that came I yeah. think, with the system. But No, I th- I'm no, pretty you, sure PS1 so had the because I could, remember. They did. I think, but I don't think I ever had one. Oh. You know what I mean? The I original the, the original when it came out did not. And no. then sometime later they came out with dual shock, so you had to rebuy mm-hmm. the controllers if you wanted it. It was PlayStation and Sega Saturn, and a lot of I knew like three people had a Saturn. No one knew what the hell a PlayStation was. So I felt yeah. really like, oh shit, did I just get the wrong thing? But then it just took off. So. Well, you heard about how PlayStation came about, right? No. Nintendo originally wanted a CD-based gaming system. So Sony partnered with Nintendo to build it. Um, when Nintendo realized that it was going to cost more to do it than it would to just continue on with their games, mm-hmm. Sony split off and made PlayStation. Really? So there is out there, and you can find it on YouTube, the original Nintendo uh CD uh, cartridges and all that really? stuff. Yeah, yeah, because it took them forever to get the CD. They yeah, didn't get to CD till the Wii. No, right? and then or was there another system? No, so there was Sega Saturn. I there was, and then there was a PlayStation. GameCube. Yes, GameCube. But that, that was, was the, first. the CDs were smaller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was they weren't? Yeah, they were like oh, oh, mini okay. CDs. Holy crap! Okay. And then uh, Dreamcast came out. Yep. Yeah, that I, which, I no. bought that though. Which I remember the guy telling me this is a new thing, and I'm just laughing, saying I'm going to wait until PlayStation 2 came out. And then after that, Xbox came out. My um, older brother doesn't listen to this, but um, I credit all of my like nerdy gameness to him because he was such a huge gamer growing up. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to be like, just like him. And so like all of my nerdy game knowledge came from like wanting to impress him and be like him. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. I'm going to make sure he listens to that. He at, one, <laughs> at one time, Thank you, Joey, Dustin. Joey felt the same about me. I know he did because he didn't know much about PlayStations, but now he's, yeah, he's so much further than I ever was. So yeah, this is all about brothers today. People tell him to listen. <laughs> no, I will. I will. Give him a card. Like, uh, I thank well, you. I'll might... even give you the timestamp where you thanked him. Oh, yeah. You, yeah, you should do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also wanted to recommend Punisher Season 2. That just yes. came out on Netflix. Go check that out. And, of course, Star Trek Discovery Season 2. It's on CBS All Access. All right. Well, with that said, we'll be back. I'm Josh. I'm Mitch. And I'm Megan. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.